0: see what I can do.
1: <laughs>
0: now, sisters and brothers, we know we got over by the blood, the sweat, and the tears of sheroes and heroes, some whose names we know and some whose names we do not know. But I'm going to tell you something. We have been here before. Now, the only difference is we got some company, right? We got our gay, lesbian sisters and brothers with us this time. We got our Hispanic, Asian, Native American sisters and brothers with us this time. I think Dr. Reverend Martin Luther King said we may not have gotten here on the same ship, but we are in the same boat right now.
2: Discrimination and Abuse Against Individuals of Nonconformist Sexuality. Domestic Violence. Child Abuse. Child Rape. Child Neglect. Elderly Abuse. Verbal Abuse. Police Brutality. Microaggressions. Ableism. Cyberbullying. Genital Mutilation. Ideological Extremism. And people just being total fucking assholes.
3: Alright, welcome to the wine cellar, all that jazz um, We finally got the Facebook Live working, yeah? It's on Okay, yeah, Facebook, it is getting harder and harder to post things on Facebook And it's really annoying um, trying to moderate pages So anyways, um, I don't know, <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I was happened? like, well, I was like, should I do a personal journal update? And then I was like, I don't want I to talk about it My cat's dead, I don't want to talk about it Oh. Um. Yeah. Yes. My adopted family killed my cat yesterday. So. Yeah. Family, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Right. We're, we're using that word a little loosely. Yeah. Family. A little loosely. Um, yeah. That's not really on code family. Oh. You dig? Oh my god. Um. I forgot who that was. Who you were watching? She was hilarious. Uh, making fun of Teresa. Oh, uh, Michi X. That was really funny. All right. So. Um. News. Comments. All that jazz. Um, I guess we can start with... this one? A private school founder gets a federal prison term for for her role in human trafficking. Whoa. Right. Charlotte, North Carolina, the founder of a now-defunct private school in Charlotte, was sentenced to federal prison Tuesday morning in a case that investigators said essentially boiled down to human trafficking. Evelyn Mack will spend the next 18 months behind bars. Only 18 months. All right. Um... The government said Mac set up a private school in Charlotte, the Evelyn Mac Academy. You never trust a nigga who names some shit after themselves like that. Like, come on. <laughs> come on. All right. So the Evelyn Mac Academy, um, and she used it to uh, promise foreign teens they would play at prominent schools with scholarship offers. Hmm. Instead, prosecutors said those athletes vanished in the hands of recruiters and basketball coaches. Some reappeared in towns more than 100 miles away, while others were missing for months. Only 18 months for this shit? Alright. Um, the assistant U.S. attorney on the case said one of the former students, student athletes is now homeless. Huh. Mac originally faced up to 10 years in prison after pleading guilty to a felony charge of concealing, harboring, or shielding unlawful aliens. What? Uh, She admitted to playing a role in the human trafficking ring. After her sentencing, Mac left the courtroom in a wheelchair. She has Parkinson's, a fact the judge considered when giving her leniency. Hmm. Uh, She was somewhat disappointed, but she was very calm and very reflective, said Mac's attorney, James Exum. All things considered, it was a fair sentence. It doesn't sound like a fucking fair sentence. Uh, Exum said Mac hoped for a better deal when she pleaded guilty. She also gave prosecutors the names of coaches and recruiters who were all eager to find talent. The judge referred uh, to human trafficking for athletic talent as a serious problem fueled by self-interest and greed of coaches and recruiters. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, hmm. That's fucking gruff. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. Uh, Yeah, I really didn't. (laughs) Uh, you learn something new every day, right?
0: Yeah, and that one, that was about, um, trafficking the fucking athletes. Yes.
3: What, are you
4: making notes? Well, as as I cut segments up. Oh, (laughs) we're doing the segment cut thing. Well, a gigantic tomb holding nuclear waste on a central Pacific island might be on the verge of collapsing because of sea level rise. According to an L.A. Times investigation, climate change could trigger a potential nuclear disaster on the Marshall Islands. Back during the Cold War, the U.S. detonated 67 nuclear bombs there for testing, uh, forcing people from their homes. It significantly changed the landscape as well. Now, American authorities did clean up the contaminated soil, but all of that lethal waste stayed on the islands, buried underneath a concrete dome on Aniwatak Atoll, named the Tome. It's as big as 35 Olympic-sized swimming pools, just to give you an idea. Now, the latest UN climate report says that global sea levels could rise by more than three feet by 2100. And a majority of the island nation's 29 low-lying atolls could be submerged. And near the Dome, the LA Times reported that the tides are coming up each year. And the Marshall Islands have asked the U.S. government for help, but American officials have declined. And it's unclear when the Dome might give way, but when it does, it'll certainly be bad news. Call it the segment cut thing.
0: Indeedly, do, neighbor. No, the fuck, you don't. I like that the next segment's going to start with those words. Ugh. Player. Really? All right. Hope folks can- <clears throat> Yeah, I'm not projecting my voice, folks, over there on Facebook Live. Project <laughs> my voice. Make sure you can hear me. But Phoenix is honchoing. As you can see, I'm doing an ass load of engineering here. Mm hmm.
3: Indeed. Um. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Hmm, yes, off ma'am. of Y.org. Uh, and that's W-H-Y-Y? Yes. Yeah. And they have a PBS logo, so I don't know if they're, like, affiliated with PBS. I mm. don't know. Subsidiaries. Maybe. Maybe. Um. Apparently, there's just lead in the water everywhere.
0: Yep, uh, New York is having their thing, and mm-hmm. everybody knows about Flint. Yes. Uh, what, that nigga, uh, Freddie Gray with the Baltimore. Baltimore, yes. Yeah.
3: Uh, And now, Philadelphia. Hey. Weird. It's all black neighborhoods. I I don't understand. Um, Philly's school knew about toxic lead in drinking water, but kept parents in the dark. Uh, It was a display of kindness that should have been heartwarming. Instead, Frederick Douglass Elementary School teacher Allison Marcus just felt queasy. In 2016, while headlines blared about the water crisis in Flint, Michigan, that's okay, Obama drank the water and said it's okay. Uh, um, fuck it, Barry. <clears throat> Marcus's North Philadelphia charter school raised money to buy bottled water for residents of the distressed Midwestern city. But as she watched students at the charter run by mastery, okay, uh, toss change into a large plastic bucket, she felt a pang of guilt. I just remember thinking we should definitely be testing the water here. She said in an interview earlier this month. That's because Marcus says she and other teachers feared the drinking water at the school wasn't much better than Flint's. That same year, for roughly a week, some hollow- hallway fountains and sinks spurted brown liquid that looked like apple cider. What the fuck? According to uh, nine former and current staffers, administrators say they were unaware of the issues. Who believes them? Anybody? Uh, to everybody. Yeah, okay. You're down with OPP. Oh my god. Um uh, so administrators say they were uh unaware of the issues somehow, some way. however, Marcus says she and others complained about the brown water in two thousand and sixteen to school leaders. No one ever formally notified parents. What the fuck? In the coming years, there would be a stream of other warning signs that something was wrong with the school's water system. Water fountains and sinks failed lead tests in 2017, and a staffer reported cloudy drinking water in 2019. And more lead tests a few months later showed off-the-charts level of the neurotoxin in some fountains. But Mastery repeatedly failed to notify parents expressly about these results. The most recent lead test came in April after the city council legislation required schools to conduct independent water quality tests, while the school director of Philadelphia's threshold for allowable lead levels was uh, 10 parts per billion. Lead inspectors found uh, the second floor of Douglas that had lead concentrations at more than 1,700. Even though it's known
0: that there's literally no such thing as a safe level. Right. But no. there's America. Here's
3: your Corporations. Safe <laughs> Uh, and then a third floor fountain had 3,500 uh, parts per billion. So the allowable is 10, and they have 3,500. Hmm. It's called
0: overachieving, Miss Ma'am.
3: They are overachieving. Yeah. Hmm. Like, yeah. So they're just trying to poison the kids. Yeah. Um, Masters said it quickly shut off the water supply. Nigga, how did you shut it off quickly when this was happening for two years? What? All right. Uh, To understand the potential gravity of the situation, parents would need to find uh, the link to the report amidst the school's nutrition plan, its snow day policies, and a dozen other public notices. Mastery did not directly communicate information to parents about the failed tests until last week after inquiries from the joint uh, Keystone Crossroads-Philly investigation. The email lacked specifics about lead levels and came in eight months after samples were first drawn. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What? That sounds fair. Oh, that doesn't sound fair. No. No. Uh, Mastery CEO Scott Gordon now says the school should have notified parents that their children may have been exposed to unusually high levels of lead contaminants. Well, Matt Gordon with the hard-hitting commentary. (laughs) All right, Matt Gordon. It's truth to power, this guy. We should have sent a notice home at that time, he said in a phone interview. In general, our policy should be if there's something that a parent is concerned about, we should notify them. I'm not clear why that notification didn't go out at at that time. Nigga, you know why, because you didn't want to tell people that you had lead in the water. Uh, Mastery officials said this week that all the drinking fountains in the school have been decommissioned and students get filtered water from portable jugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Schneppel That's a fun name. Fine. Does he Schnepple? have sh- Schnepple facts? Maybe. Under the cap? Under the cap. hmm Uh, A Ph.D. with Simon Fraser University, who has studied the impact of lead on childhood development, said exposure is linked to learning delays, higher rates of ADHD, and other behavioral problems. He says the growing scientific consensus is that there are no safe levels of lead exposure.
0: Wait, it's the growing scientific (laughs) consensus? Nigga. Jesus. (sighs) Fucking Christ with these people.
3: Particularly for children under the age of six. There are a lot of important uh, neurodevelopment happening what? There's a lot of neurodevelopment happening during the teenage years. It's bad to be exposed at any age, but it's particularly bad at a young age, says Schnappel.
0: Yeah, you know, it's the growing social justice consistent. Uh, what is it?
3: It's the growing consensus.
0: Consen- it's the growing social justice consensus that uh, trans women are women. It's the growing Bernie bro consensus that Medicare for all. It, it's it's just growing. It's just it, growing. Yeah, it's this stuff that we yeah, we didn't see coming, you know, like 20 years
3: down the fucking line over here, buddy. Yeah. Uh, he said the failure to immediately notify parents about the possibility of prolonged exposure to high levels of lead was especially troubling because uh, the brain, the damage to brain development could be exacerbated without blood testing or treatment.
0: Really? really? Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. You know, when I was born, I looked like you. But it was the growing <laughs> consensus that my body wanted more melanin. <sighs> Shit is fucking nonsense.
3: Uh, I don't want to say that it's criminal, Schneppel said, but it... <laughs> but it is a travesty when you have information about individuals that are being put at risk in terms of their cognitive and behavioral development. And they don't know about it. I do say it's criminal.
0: Yeah, they're
3: Negro children. They are only Negro yeah, that's children. A, that's called a mistake. It's three fifths of a crime. <laughs> While well, Douglas's level of contamination may be an outlier, it's unclear if the response to these alarming reports is unusual. Across 13 years and three school operators, no one seemed to grasp that the school had a systemic water issue and that parents should have been made unmistakably aware of it.
1: Hmm.
3: Uh, Katie Ramoser, who had uh, only been at Douglas for a couple of weeks in 2015. Uh, When she says she saw a mastery administrator saw her filling her water bottle at one of the school's antiquated porcelain water fountains, the administrator told the newly minted special education teacher she shouldn't drink the water from hallway fountains. So the teachers told each other not to drink the water and let the kids drink that raggedy shit. Okay. What in the blue
0: fuck are the neighbors doing? I don't know. Is, uh, Is somebody just punching the floor? I don't know unsupervised men i'm telling you right now i don't i don't self identify as, as a feminist myself uh i it's just hard to share an ideological title with swerfs and lean in fucking you know yeah and uh but you know i'm not a big fan of of men in general but especially unsupervised cuz that is three men upstairs and this thumpity bumpity do. I hope the microphone picked up some of that shit. Hmm. Because that is them every All the day.
3: <laughs> All the time.
0: Like, holy shit. What is your fucking... Mm. Like, I I, I really... I, I would really like for the podcast to do very well so we could just buy the whole damn house.
4: Hmm.
3: And then, uh... Um, buy the house? We're not landlords. Rent the whole thing? Nah, it's kind of We would have to do so much work to... Like all that mold in the basement and shit, we'd have to have all that removed if we were gonna like live here, live here. We're already
0: living here, living here. (laughs) For now. (laughs) Yeah, not 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 a fan of unsupervised men Uh, at all. I forgot what the damn story was. Lead in the water. Teachers tell each other about it, but fuck them parents.
3: Yes, Uh, Ramoser recalled. I looked at him and was like, "But isn't this the water that the kids drink?" (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it is. All right. Uh, it's clear that almost none of the current Douglas students were born when the first signs of toxic water surfaced uh, at, at the North Philadelphia School, which is in one of the city's poorest neighborhoods where the lead levels, uh, uh, where the levels of lead exposure in children are high, according to city data. Really?
0: Yeah, hmm. really. And I mean, and remember, Fo, I mean, we've covered this, uh, what happened in um, in Flint, like. There's so many special needs students that they're just like on wait. Yep. Yeah. Like they can't, they can't even get in and which, and I made a a post on Facebook that they deliberately damaged the brains of hundreds, if not thousands of black children on purpose. White supremacy and capitalism don't make mistakes. Yep. It's no error. Well, they're just, you know, getting ready for the next generation of prison slave labor. Kind of. I mean, in that particular microcosm, they kind of, they guaranteed it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: They did. I mean, and also keep in mind, too, that it's like, these these are permanent brain damage, right? It's not yeah. like you can just take some medicine or something and you get better. No, this is permanent. And then, of course, you know, with the whole school to prison pipeline as is. But now keep in mind, these are students who have brain damage and are going to not be behaving necessarily um, because of their literal... State-caused brain damage. So, yeah. State-sanctioned brain damage. Yeah. Um, And then uh, there's more, I think, that cover... I think we covered pretty much everything. It's just um, a lot of comments from uh, teachers and some pictures. And there's actually a picture here of a little black kid uh, holding a cup of water from the fountain, and I shit you not, it looks like fucking apple cider. Yeah, that... It looks like fucking apple cider.
0: Yeah, it looks like fucking, like caramel watered down.
3: Yeah, like liquid caramel, yeah.
0: It's fucking thick. Let's see if I can hold it up to the cameras. Uh oh, you got your charger yeah, plugged here. in. It's a
3: long
0: cord. Oh shit. It's a long charger cord. If I can hold that up to the cameras at the right angulation there. And no, I cannot <laughs> hold <laughs> it at the just the right angle. Yeah, but fucking I mean I have the link to this, don't I? Yeah. Yeah, I will link this with the um with the show upload. Jesus Christ, yo. Mhm. All
3: right. On to it. Um. Yeah. Um. Oh, and then also Katie Ross, Ramoser, the teacher who was told not to drink out of the fountains, said, "Um, I applied this to a long list of things that wouldn't be happening in white schools." <laughs> uh Alluding to the fact that nine in ten Douglas students are African American and live in poverty. I knew it was wrong. I knew the other teachers knew it was wrong. I knew administrators knew it was wrong. But the principal at the time who left said he has no memory of this incident of telling her not to drink at the school drinking fountains. All right. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is a fucking long ass article.
0: Yeah. We'll, ha- we'll have it linked yeah. up. Folks can uh, dig into it if need be. Winecellarmedia.com and other such things. Are oh, there such things.
2: Police in Belleville, New Jersey, are warning residents about a water testing scam. Belleville buys its water from Newark, which has been plagued by concerns about lead in its water. CBSN New York's Lisa Rosner has more.
5: The mayor and police chief tell me since this past Saturday, people have been knocking on doors and telling residents that the mayor sent them to test the water when residents are not home they leave this yellow notice now in one case a resident was home and made an appointment for a technician to come by that resident alerted police and two undercover officers were there as the technician came to test the water in three different tubes and then in 15 minutes she said she found lead in the water among other things The woman said the filter system would cost $20,000, but that Belleville Township would reimburse $5,000 of it. The mayor says... This is not at all true, and he wants residents to be aware. Nobody should be bringing a doorbell that doesn't have a solicitor permit, that doesn't have ID on them, and you can always, always call town hall, always call our police department if you suspect anything. The technician was given a summons for soliciting without a permit. She is due in court Wednesday. Police say they have not been able to verify whether this is a legitimate company, but they do confirm this sales tactic is 100% Deceptive. Meantime, we are trying to reach the company which is called Community Water Check, but have not been successful. In Belleville, New Jersey, Lisa Rosner, CBSN New York.
0: Alright, let's uh let's fig- let's figure this out. What the hell else is going on here?
5: Uh, New Jersey.
0: Yeah? A man. Why not? Yes. No. Uh took a machete to a mall. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean a fucking what is in your wallet, you know? <laughs> really? A fucking machete. Machetes are huge. Fold it.
3: You can't... What?
0: You fold it. Nigga. Have some manners. Oh, my God. Put a crease in it.
3: <sighs> All right. It's a machete, not a flag. All right. Hey. Um. Yeah, <laughs> fucking. All right. A man took a machete to a New Jersey mall to attack African-Americans. All
0: yeah, that, uh, also, what I do on the casual, it's
3: a Tuesday. You attack African-Americans.
0: Only in the mall at New Jersey with a machete. All the circumstances have to be right. <laughs> I don't I don't just do that willy-nilly. Really? Not all willy-nilly.
3: I don't know. I think that you have uh, a few battle raps that are kind of mean. Oh, yeah. I think those are attacking African-Americans.
0: Att- attacking African? I, I'll battle anybody. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> want to get on the mic
3: all right so uh richard tobin was sitting in his car at the menlo park mall in edison holding a machete tobin said he wanted to quote let loose with the weapon let oh. loose why
0: why is he talking so niggerish <laughs> <laughs> is that why he's like your gangster rap ruined my vocabulary yeah maybe on the set it's on the set mom
3: wow <laughs> um Said he wanted to let loose with the weapon. Uh, an FBI agent would later write in court documents. There are so many African Americans around here, and it is enraging. That's a verbatim quote. Yes. That is, that is a. Well, he probably didn't say African Americans.
0: Oh, oh, it doesn't have <laughs> quotation marks around it? No. Okay. There are so. I was about to say, that is a <laughs> very articulate racist. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many African Americans around here. I could see that. like you I think you have to have on pleated khakis, pleated when khaki. you say that, right? Oh, so you just look like Pete Buty judge. Pleated khakis and and um, forest green loafers. Forest green? There are so many African Americans around here. Boomer, did you know that? Oh, well, I think that there are too many Africans. Okay, Boomer, that's enough out of you. That's how the conversation went. That's what they said.
3: No, no, that's not how it went at all. Yes, Forest Green loafers, penny loafers. So Pete Buttigieg. Pete
0: sucks. He's fucking garbage. Did you see
3: his little? Uh, his husband was taking pictures of him at a Holocaust memorial why is that fun because no it was like like he was trying to be like sexy or something
0: oh no that's not the time <laughs> or place and he looks too much like live action doug funny to be sexy oh, no my God. he is he if for folks that remember the show doug funny coming up yo that tell me pete pete booty giggle is not that
3: <laughs> booty giggle really
0: whatever his goofy You're ass phobic william yeah, you could listen to the past 900-something episodes of this <laughs> show and determine that, can't you? Yes. Oh, yeah. My moist family. Oh, God.
3: All right, so Tobin wanted to let loose with the weapon. There are just so many African-Americans around here. Uh, Tobin, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tobin, who is from Brooklawn, Camden County, is a white supremacist. Well, his name is that close to Toby. Yeah, his last name is Tobin, yeah. All right, here we go. Continue. Uh Tobin, who is from Brooklawn in Camden County, uh, is a white supremacist. All right. I wouldn't have guessed it. Uh, He he is triggered by (laughs) this. He is triggered by the state of the country, according to federal authorities. A complaint filed Tuesday charges Tobin with conspiring uh, with a hate group against the rights of minorities, including Jewish people.
0: Yeah, I tell you, if he's really mad that there's so many African-Americans here, wait till he finds out who bought them here.
3: <clears throat> uh, the group, which calls itself a White Protection League.
0: Oh, there you go. I like that shit. Do they So they stop white genocide. Sure.
3: <laughs> um, what's the name of it, though? Do they say? All right. So the group, which calls itself uh, a White Protection League. Advocates for a country populated only by white people. Its members practice doomsday prepping. I fucking believe that. Prepping is some of the most racist fucking shit. Uh, And encourages participation in military training. The group's symbol references a failed 1923 German coup led by Adolf Hitler. Wait, you literally picked the failed coup as this? All right. Um, According to a complaint against Tobin authored by FBI agent Jason Novick. Okay. Uh, Tobin wanted to do something drastically violent To go out in a blaze of glory like a suicide bombing mm-hmm. uh, According to authorities, he googled Suicide by cop And read about creating an IED or car bomb Similar to what was used in the 1995 Oklahoma City bombing His internet activity was troubling No fucking shit <laughs> <laughs> But law enforcement were drawn to Tobin While investigating two synagogues defaced in the Midwest in September one in Michigan was marked with the group's symbol and swastikas on September 21st, uh, according to documents. Another in Wisconsin was defaced the next day with the same uh, symbols and anti-Semitic words. Novick did not name the group or the synagogues. What is the name of his group? What the fuck are they doing? I can just hear them yelling.
0: You can't find... Oh. Ugh. Yeah, folks, we-, we hear... What is that sound effect?
3: That was my phone. Oh. I was like, what the shit?
0: <laughs> All right. The, um, yeah, the neighbors are, uh, well, I've said it already.
3: Yeah. Unsupervised men. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, Tobin allegedly directed the group's Great Lakes cell from his New Jersey home, uh, ordering an Operation Kristallnacht. Wow. Uh, you know what that is, yeah? No. Oh, okay. So that is a reference to 1938 when Nazis in Germany burned down synagogues, vandalized Jewish home, and killed about 100 Jewish people crystal not yeah knocked yeah that's knight in german knocked oh yeah these fuckers they're so obsessed
0: yeah it's like their lives are some sort of like they've become some some fan fiction like <laughs> go away goddamn weirdos dangerous weirdos but mm-hmm. fucking weirdos mm-hmm.
3: yeah i can't uh uh, tag the shit out of the synagogues," he told the s- other members of his cell. Uh, "If there's a window that wants to be broken, don't be shy.
0: Real, the window wants to be broken. They have that is a clear victim blaming mentality, nigga. You are victim blaming inanimate objects, nigga. <laughs> help me.
3: <laughs> um. Uh, the Midwesterners who attacked the synagogues were not identified in the documents. Authorities executed a search warrant at Tobin's home on November 7th, seizing his computer, a gaming system, and hard drives. The computer evidence, uh, sh- uh, the computer evidence showed the concerning Google searches and in an internet history that included several news articles about the synagogues. And there was a video of someone firing at people in a mosque, documents about making plastic explosives, and photos of racist violence and guns. Tobin appeared in federal court in Camden on Friday, according to records. U.S. Magistrate Judge Karen Williams ordered Tobin to be held Please stop emailing me. uh, Hmm. Ordered Tobin to be held uh, before a detention hearing was scheduled for next month. Be careful out there, folks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This guy exists.
3: And he has friends.
0: All right. And before you move on forward with that, I just want to give beep bop flip did do do with a couple of headlines I just have here. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them was old. I had to delete it but um it looks like some colored folk down there in the uh, South Carolina some colored folk that like to run around making laws, calling themselves lawmakers. And this is down in Spartanburg. And, uh, them colored folk that make laws, they were like, man, we like that Jewish man from Brooklyn. What's his name? Mm. Bernard Sandersburg. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, the, um, those folks have, uh, endorsed Bernie Sanders out of South Carolina. All right. <clears throat>
3: <clears throat> fucking Daily Beast has a paywall now.
0: Oh, yeah, Daily Beast. Totally worth it. Uh, fucking. Uh, the FBI is rebranding its sex oh. worker harassment campaign. Sorry, I was
3: going to say something um, about the Bernie Sanders thing. That's funny because Mayor Pete, who is getting talked about a lot for some reason. <laughs> um, Mayor Pete put out a thing that had a stock photo of like a black, I think, mother and child and listed the names of a bunch of people and said, these people all endorsed me. Um, the black people, half the list. Well, all right, hold on. Let me just First of all, the list was supposed to be all black people. Half the people on it were white. And then he named lawmakers, but none of them actually endorsed him. And the photo was a stock photo from Kenya. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Mayor Pete, it's not his platform. It's the homophobia. That's why he's not doing well with black people.
0: Yeah. Doug Funny failed again. Better go call Quail Man or Smash Adams to come help you. I was really into Doug. I like Doug. Yeah, so FBI rebrands its uh, sex worker harassment campaign. Phoenix Kalita will probably be covering that on Swapcast. Yes. And Phoenix Kalita will also be covering on Swapcast a criminal lawyer who was outed as a sex worker. Mm hmm. That's a story Phoenix Kalita is very much into. She's like, holy shit, I like that story. (laughs) Mm hmm. And an indigenous rights activist was zip tied and locked in a dog kennel. Four, I think it was as I say, six hours for protesting the Dakota Access Pipeline. Oh well, Elizabeth Warren's mm. gonna get right on that. That was Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> but that's also um that one that, that one is a bit dated, but we did not cover it. Mm. Uh, Planned Parenthood awarded two million dollars in lawsuit against um what are those fuckers' names? Project Veritas? Yeah. Yeah, for Project Veritas with their hidden cameras. And in their doctored videos. So Planned Parenthood just got $2 million. Ha <laughs> ha. Thanks, right-wingers.
3: It's funny. You know that one uh, goofy religious group I met on Facebook, the Unbelievable? Yeah. They were posting videos. Uh, there's some blog, I think, called Activist Mommy or something. And it's like just like straight white-wing propaganda. And they were posting uh, videos like, this is what they're doing at Planned Parenthood. I was like, oh, No, we're not. Sure.
0: And uh, Dallas Straight Pride Parade. Um had a large attendance of two straight men <clears throat> holding up a flag together. <clears throat> and uh they were actually outnumbered by um gay and transgender and queer folk activists that were counter-protesting them. And, uh, I mean, at that point, is it counter-protesting or is it just outreach? Like, can you goofy motherfuckers... Like, I'm sure somebody in the crowd said, these... Like... We could jump them right now, right? There's so (laughs) much, many, but, ah, yeah, them niggas, uh, yeah, two of them. So, uh, straight pride in Dallas is big business.
3: Yes. Are you smelling my arm? No, I was looking at, I saw someone left a comment.
0: Oh, yeah, that's, uh, Mohana the Dancer said, what up, niggas? I like y'all little motherfucking dashikis. That's not. Verbatim.
3: Nigga, I can read it. I can see it from here. That's not what it says.
0: Verbatim. That's a fact. Mm hmm. A um, Florida officer shoves a teen from a roof as his partner shouts, Push him off. Nice. Yeah. And Milo Yiggy Yappermouth uh, can't put food on the table and might retire from social media altogether. Aww, that's very sad. Very sad. And the Shea Moisture founder. Uh, buys Essence magazine and making it one hundred percent black owned again. Interesting. Yeah, hold it down. And a TV station outed a trans woman and humiliated her on air. Oh. I know. I know that surprises you. I am shocked. All right. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh shit! And I just happen to have one that's also in your show notes. Yes, that is real show notes. And I think it may be time to go ahead and gear up for another segment. Miss Colored Mm Ma'am.
1: Homelessness is definitely a very big problem. It's a lot larger than most people think. Here in Franklin County, we estimate that there are at least 3,000 homeless youth here at any given time. LGBTQ young people are 120% more likely to be homeless. All they really need is compassion and support so we can help them get housed and give them the tools and resources so that they can live sustainably and not re-enter into
3: homelessness. For us, starting a housing program made the most sense. We are standing in the carriage house behind our drop-in center. We'll have a kitchen, washer and dryer, so laundry facilities. We can house up to five young people upstairs. I like to liken it to a dorm, a residence hall experience in college where you have like a suite and you, you share with other people. And so we know that we've got a lot of our young people out there here in central Ohio living on the land, living in unsafe places. And they would come here to our drop-in center for just a
5: few hours and then they would leave. And so it was that leaving that was really hard to see knowing they had nowhere safe to go.
4: This center provides me a sense of safety that I don't really feel anywhere else. You can actually feel like you can be here. Being like an LGBT person or even in any minority, I feel like in America, it's like we do this weird thing where it's just like we have to like keep a certain thing about ourselves down so that we can like keep other people or like the general public comfortable with. being present so I'm trans and
3: that like in itself is a whole like cascade of its own issues that come with self-identity I couldn't really find community because I didn't know that places like Kaleidoscope
1: existed. From the age I was 15, I didn't really have um, support in terms of housing. So hearing that Kaleidoscope was opening a housing program, it was the perfect opportunity because I was turning 18, I was looking for a place to move out into. I was looking to start my life as an adult. I feel like if I wouldn't have came to KYC, things
0: would be really bad for me right now. But I found my way here to KYC. I found safety, love. I found that there is hope for me and there is a different type of people in the world than just bad.
1: Giving a homeless person a house doesn't necessarily end homelessness. It is foundational. It's what we have to do to start. But it's really important, especially with this 18 to 24-year-old population we're working with, that we provide comprehensive wraparound services so we can make sure that they aren't going to re-enter into homelessness once they're not in our program anymore. I'm happier than I've ever been. Just know that there is love in the world.
0: Everybody has it in their heart. They just gotta find it and learn how to have enough of it to share. Um, I don't even have any ice cream.
3: Wait, you ate your ice cream?
0: Oh no, I didn't! I forgot about that ice cream! Two scoops, nigga! Oh, it's going down! (laughs) You're a fucking dork. Why, cause I eat ice cream? What's dorky about that? That's neato. Neato? Yeah. Neato. That's right. Hop skippity fresh. Oh my god. Like never before. Really? There have been 12 people watching this the whole time and they're probably like, what the fuck is because none of them only Mohana the dancer has commented. <laughs> these these other folks, these other eleven other folks are like. What? Is this what, the, this what the millennials are doing? Yes. Yeah, wait till we do white-on-white crime stories,
3: buster. Yes. All right, what do you have, Uh, Chief? Pennsylvania cops arrested a family twice in two days for loitering in their own front yard.
0: It wasn't their own front yard. They knickers? Yeah. It's America. It ain't nothing there. Hmm. They just work here.
3: Um, for the second time in two days, police in Pennsylvania arrested a family for loitering in front of their house. The first time took place, uh, on October 1st, when Chester Township police arrested a group of young men playing with their nephews in the front yard. Black men don't hug. Uh, yeah. the, the second time took place the next day when one of the young men who had been arrested was returning home after spending a night in jail and was being greeted by his family. What the fuck? Yeah. What? What? And trying to justify the arrest, Chester Township Police said the family cursed at them the second time. And one man kicked a window of a police car. Hmm.
0: Was he in or out of the car?
3: Hmm. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Uh, Cell phone video from the scene shows cops pulling one man, Ramir Briggs, off of his family's porch and throwing him onto the ground. Uh, Rachel Briggs, who lives at the home, told KYW News Radio it was a traumatizing experience. She said, quote, is a terrifying thing. It makes you feel as though police can knock down your door, drag you out of your home at any time. Yeah, they fucking can.
0: All right. We get get a little irritated when niggas is still surprised. (sighs) Like, who the fuck is raising these niggas that are still surprised? Because don't do that anymore. Don't do that anymore.
3: This is an incident that made me feel like I'm a prisoner in my own home, said Briggs. She said everything started the day before. They have a typo. Uh, when well, Officer Pasquale, st- nigga, this is not his fucking name. Why, Officer Pasquale? Is it Pasquale or Pasquale? What? What?
0: I tell you, let's take, let's take a look here, man. Uh, uh, she said everything started uh, the day before on October first when off when uh, uh, the pig, <laughs> oh, pig squall. That's what Pig it
1: says.
0: <laughs> All right, so Officer Pig Squall Storis the third. Damn, that's a racist ass name. Right. Pasqual Storis the third. I like to play cricket with Jefferson Beauregard Sessions the, the third. third. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Pig Squall. Fuck
3: him. Pig Squall. All right. Huh. So Officer Pig Squall uh, <laughs> arrested her sons and nephew for loitering while they were playing in the front yard. The gentlemen were taken to jail and had high bails placed on them. The f- Placed on them. Whew. The family scrambled to get their money together and were able to get them out the next day. When the young men, who are black, were released from jail, they were greeted by family members on the same lawn where they were arrested. Hmm. Kevin Mincy, the family's lawyer, said that's when Officer Storis, who is white, showed up and decided to re-arrest them. The same fucking cop!
0: At that point, that's dead-up terrorism.
3: It is. Yeah. Uh... Alright, so at that point, that's when Officer Storis, who is white, showed up and decided to rearrest them as well as several other family members. Uh, the Briggs family said there are no no loitering signs posted in their neighborhood, so they naturally assumed they would be allowed to congregate in their front yard. They have hired an attorney and plan to sue Chester Township Police. Fucking A. I fucking hate cops, man. Huh. It's just a few bad apples. Okay.
0: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, nah, I've got no metaphors for that. I'm
3: actually just scrolling the comments now. The comment section is actually pretty good. Oh, okay. Yeah. When are g- cops going to start, when are the cops going to start getting that nobody likes them? Wow, this town is going to have a big problem. Huh. All right. Yeah. Yeah, there's actually kind of a, there's, there's not a lot of presence of bootlickers here. I like it.
0: <laughs> I can digulate it. Not a lot of presence of bootlickers. <laughs> Oh. Run where you do run stop heard it. now straight this only with screen. the yeah. legend. all, all legend. The i need That's all right. Let the one bootlicker get ratioed. All right. Let me go ahead and name that file.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Are you not sure? Because this oh, recording. I know.
3: <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Um. Yeah. Oh, by the way, that I was looking up more on that Richard Tobin guy, the one who had the machete and wanted to kill black people. Yeah. He's only eighteen.
0: Oh no! Well, that's to let the races die out. That's all you got to do. Let <laughs> the
3: racism die. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, do do do. Are we ready for the white on white crime? All right. Okay. But yeah, that's
0: when Jan Loco just tuned in.
3: Ha! Good timing. <laughs> all right. Um, except I can't find the first one. Where the fuck did it go? Here we go. All right. A Florida man. No. <laughs> it's always a Florida man. It's always a Florida man. A Florida man who was driving 90 miles an hour in a 55 zone said he needed to get home in a hurry because he was cheating on his wife. Like,
0: is this, does it mean like
3: that's the
0: activity he's
3: coming from? Yeah, maybe. I don't or know. maybe
0: he needs to make a quick stop and cheat on her before he gets home and it's it's going to close the club <laughs> with the champagne
3: room, as it were. So a motorist... Well, well, let's see if we find out. A motorist who was driving recklessly may have gotten himself in trouble at home by confessing to a legal offense. Police in Florida pulled over John Earl Picard. John Earl Picard. He got hoisted on his own Picard. All right. Come on. Uh, Of Palm Harbor for recklessly driving over 90 miles an hour in a 55 mile an hour zone early Sunday evening. According to a Pinellas County... We mentioned Pinellas County a lot, don't we? Yeah. Wow. And 95
0: miles an hour.
3: Yeah. Nigga, at some point, does the
0: car kind of lift off the ground and float <laughs> every couple of seconds? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> mm. I don't think a two-ton death machine should even be programmed to be possible to go
3: that fast. Mm. Too much freedom. Too much freedom. Uh, so, according to a Pinellas County uh, arrest affidavit... Uh, when they asked the fifty two year old fifty two fifty two and this is how you fucking behave fifty two
0: his behavior is three miles below the speed limit his age <laughs> i said I said behavior
3: Woo! yes all right so uh when they asked the fifty two year old motorist why he was moving at such excessive speeds, Jones said quote he needed to get home in a hurry because he was cheating on his wife. It's unclear what he meant exactly. <laughs>
0: like oh he's gonna he has a, a camera behind her back so he can see her side of the battleship game and knows what to put else i done sancted your battleship
3: uh police allege that picard also had two grams of crack cocaine it's 2019 who the fuck is still doing crack
0: Uh, Loyal customers. Very loyal customers. People that said, look, I don't care. You can make all your fucking New Jack cities. You can (laughs) have all your fucking campaigns. I see how well it worked out for Samuel L. Jackson to get off of it. But for me, this shit is working out. And apparently he can afford cars that go 95 miles an hour. Dude, our car can go 95 miles an hour. It's not going to.
3: No, it's not going to. (laughs) And it shouldn't, but it can. Um, so he also spontaneously confessed that he'd purchased the rocks for $50, uh, and then finally buttoned up after arresting officers told him he had the right to remain silent. Shouldn't have fucking told him that. Let him keep talking. It would have been a longer story. Uh, there is no indication of intoxication. He posted bond and will be in court next month. That's a response. So he just had the crack and didn't even do it. He was like, it was maybe he was going to share it with his wife. He had two crack rocks, you know?
0: Or maybe that's the real cheating on his wife is that she put in 25 and he's not going
3: to give her a full half. Ooh, that maybe. Could be.
0: Maybe that was the cheating on his wife.
3: So yeah, I don't fucking.
0: These are my nonsense
3: thoughts. Ugh, Florida. Where would we be without Florida?
0: Fucking on Pluto? <laughs> <laughs> without Florida. Like, that's when humans stopped evolving. Oh, jeez. Mm hmm. All right. Yes, ma'am. I keep the white on white crimes all in one segment. Yes. Yes.
3: Oh, yeah. Well, if we didn't have Florida, we'd still be stuck with Indiana, so.
0: I, th- I think Mike Pence is holding that spot down. I think he did a good job. <laughs> uh huh. Everyone's following in his footsteps.
3: Just remember, Mayor Pete is also from Indiana.
0: Mayor Pete has such a His voice sounds too antebellum for me. I can't listen to that. I hear banjos and nooses swinging when I hear that (laughs) nigga talk. And and I know, he's up there saying liberal, democrat shit, but because he has that voice, all I can hear is and they will not replace the Anglo-Saxon. Like, that's all I can hear when he's fucking talking.
3: Well, I mean, he does have a cool dance. No, he doesn't. You've seen that Mayor Pete dance, right?
0: No, that there's a Mayor Pete
3: dance. Yeah, his followers. Maybe, do it. I need
0: to. I need to work for like, more overtime.
3: It's so big. <laughs> so you need to do more overtime. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'd rather not know what's going
3: on. <laughs> it's like it's such a tacky dance. It's like clap, 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 and then you do this with your arms, and I don't. And then you go woo! <laughs> and it's really bad. Oh and my god! <laughs> and everyone on Twitter is making fun of them, and I'm amused. Also, it's trending on Twitter. Um, yeah.
0: Aren't white people rapping for Donald
3: Trump trending? That was trending, like, last week.
0: Man, I hate Twitter.
3: Yeah. Fucking fast, man. Twitter is very fast. Um, yeah, so everyone's making fun of Mayor Pete's followers, and I'm kind of here for it, so. Okay. Okay. Anyways. Indiana, the gem that is right next to us. (sighs) Three judges have been suspended. After a white castle brawl that left two of them wounded. Was it at
0: least Harold and Kumar there? <laughs> no. The, the extreme sports dudes, somebody? No. no. It was just them.
3: Oh, no, but... oh, there were other people there. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, this is actually a very, um I don't know, like, stereotypical white on white crime, I want to say. Like, it's, you know, oh, no,
0: you're knocking things over. Don't do that. Yeah, getting drunk and fighting is... Yeah, that is a lot of white on white crime. Mm hmm. All right. A so, Donnie Brook, if you will. Wow. Ah, you've right. heard of that.
3: So, back in May, three Indiana judges got into a fight. It was the crescendo of an incident brimming with colorful details a gaggle of judges drinking the night before a judicial conference. A gaggle? A gaggle. That's what they're going with? A gaggle.
0: I mean, considering how they sentence niggas, can't they call them a group of crows? Ooh.
5: Uh,
3: so a gaggle of judges drinking the night before a judicial conference. Uh, a failed attempt to visit a strip club called the Red Garter. <laughs> Wait, it's a what club? A strip club. Called the... Red
0: Garter. All right. And as Jan Loco said, it's about to be a
3: Judge Fight!
0: <laughs> there are some Brooke Valentine fans out there, I know.
3: <sighs> oh yeah, you gotta play that Tarif Nasheed clip too. We you need to download that shit. Did you get it on Twitter?
0: Oh man, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to like rip it. Like I can't download it. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm gonna have to do a an ugly rip. Mm. Yeah.
3: It'll be worth it though. Uh, alright, so they're drinking the night before the judicial conference. They tried to visit a strip club called the Red Garter and had a brawl in the parking lot of an Indianapolis White Castle. Mm-hmm. The altercation apparently started sometime after three a.m. Because
0: fuck it, still be up at that time drinking, drinking. Uh, folks, I have shifts that start at two a.m. <laughs>
3: Uh, So the altercation started sometime after 3 a.m. when one of the judges, Sabrina Bell, raised a middle finger at two men yelling from a passing SUV. And it ended after one of those men shot two of the judges. Jesus Christ. I think this is what the kids say. That escalated quickly. (laughs) Wait, so the brawl was already happening or... No, they had the brawl with the guys in the SUV. Okay, okay. I want
0: to know details from the brawl. We're going to get there. Oh, shit. (laughs) Uh,
3: In between, the three judges took a number of actions that, quote, discredited the entire Indiana judiciary, according to an opinion posted by the Indiana Supreme Court this week uh, when the judges were suspended. The court found that th- the three, Andrew Adams, Bradley Jacobs, and Sabrina Bell, had, quote, engaged in judicial misconduct by appearing in public in an intoxicated state and behaving in an injudicious manner and becoming involved in a verbal altercation. Adams and Jacob engaged in further judicial misconduct by becoming involved in a physical altercation for which Judge Adams was criminally charged and convicted.
5: You are the dang whitest person I've ever seen. <laughs>
3: The document reveal uh, the document lays out the events as soberly as possible but the details remain spicy.
1: You got some great moves Todd. You dance like a white man and I love it.
0: I hate that that one's always so down. I gotta bring it up. You got some great moves, Todd. You dance like a white man and I love it. All right, they're dancing.
3: So here's the spicy details wall in town to attend a statewide educational conference for judicial officers ten hours before the program convened so ten hours before this fucking thing starts alright,
0: yes. the respondents
3: walked down the streets uh, of downtown Indianapolis in a heavily intoxicated state when Judge Bell extended her middle finger at a passing vehicle neither Judge Adams nor Judge Jacob discouraged the uh, provocation or removed themselves from the situation well, alright the three had ended up at a white castle after trying to go to a strip club at 3 a.m. and finding, finding it closed. Nigga, if you up uh, past the strip club, like, the strip club is... closed, Go the fuck to bed. Go you are to bed. listening
2: to White on White Crime in the wine cellar. No,
0: don't go to bed. Don't go, go, go to get, bed. Go get into a go fight. Go get into a fight. Which, again, this motherfucking rape culturist threw away all of this career... Because that was Louis C.K. that said, that's the most dangerous guys out at night, is a group of guys that didn't get laid.
3: Hmm. Well, this is two guys and a girl.
0: All right. And this is what we'd be talking about. Mm Mm-hmm. There are accomplices. Yes. (laughs)
3: Yes. All right, so the three ended up, uh, after trying to go to a strip club and finding it closed, a fourth judge went into White Castle with Bell and Adams, oh, excuse me, a fourth judge went into the White Castle while Bell, Adams, and Jacobs stood outside. So there's actually four judges, all right. Uh, Two men in a passing vehicle, Alfredo Vasquez and Brandon Kaiser, uh, parked their car after receiving the gesture from Bell. Remember, she flipped them off. Bell and Vasquez (laughs) then traded further insults. A physical altercation ensued among the four men, with Adams and Vasquez allegedly hitting and kicking each other as Jacobs and Kaiser wrestled on the ground. (laughs) Kaiser then allegedly pulled out a gun and shot Adams in the stomach and Jacobs in the chest. Woo! Yeah. Adams and Jacobs were both seriously wounded and required emergency surgeries. Jacobs was hospitalized for two weeks. Bell tried to stop the fighting by pounding on the door of the White Castle and calling 911 once shots were fired. While at the scene, Bell was recorded on video telling the police detectives something akin to, I feel like this is all my fault. Cause it was, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Standing in a parking lot, flipping off people and cussing them out. Um, yeah, well,
0: it was, it was outreach. To, aren't some places judges have to get elected
3: yes yeah
0: well you know it's campaigning it campaigning yeah uh-huh. basically said i am a judge and if you are before me in trial i'm gonna fuck you because oh they could could be like that judge that was caught selling kids to prison
3: it could be it Could be like that all right um so she said i feel like this is all my fault though the opinion notes that bell was intoxicated enough she lacks any memory of the incident How you be so fucking drunk you don't remember a nigga getting shot?
0: How? It it was was the flu shot. Nigga. Come get your flu shot. Nigga.
3: Kaiser, who allegedly shot Adams and Jacobs, has been charged with 14 counts related to the brawl, including four charges of felony aggravated battery, according to the Indianapolis Star. The court suspended both Jacobs and Bell for 30 days without pay. Adams, who pleaded guilty... To one count of misdemeanor battery as suspended for sixty days without pay, he was also sentenced to three hundred sixty five js in Dale, but was required to only serve two hmm
0: suspended for sixty days without pay, I'd have to get another job,
3: yeah, well, I mean judges started with like a hundred grand probably they'll no. be all right,
0: really no, because they're public servants oh mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sure they'll be fine. Uh, in the White Castle incident, the court said the three judges, quote, gravely undermined public trust and the dignity and decency of Indiana's judiciary. The court says the penalties are designed not to punish a judge, but rather preserve the integrity and public confidence in the judicial system. There is no...
0: America will never tell the truth about itself. No, ever. no, it won't, won't, won't. Ever.
3: So, yeah, I just like the fact that a bunch of judges got drunk, well, tried to go to a strip club, went to a White Castle... Uh, flipped somebody off, got into a fight, and ended up getting shot.
0: Those are such different things. <laughs> a strip club and a white castle, that's a huge leap. That's like the people that hear gay marriage, people are going to want to marry their dogs. No, motherfucker, that's a huge leap. Well, you know. Can I marry my my mongoose? No, you ricky ticky tavi looking motherfucker. No. <laughs> So there you go. All right. That is that is a fair deal. As mm-hmm. yes, we can fit a little something else in there, and then I got to start wrapping this up. Oh, you want me to do another story? Or should I do one? Oh, okay. Should I do a story?